stay a while and listen. Oh boy, Micah. <laughs> Today's the day. God, man. Like, it's. It's rainy. It's rainy, man. It's, it's cold. It's just cold. It, it's just it's just shitty Cyber, out here. Cyberpunk 2077 was delayed again. On, it, and and that, <laughs> that's, that's shitty on its own. I hate that it was, but can we calm the fuck down with seriously, the death threats? Seriously, Can guys. we just, like, that, it's just getting a little too out of control here. One, it's a game made by real human beings who deserve patience, just like you deserve patience, viewer. Um, can we all just chill? Yeah. It's a little closer to Christmas. It'll be a little bit more festive then. I, I freaking wish, man. Yeah. What like what is it with gamers and death threats? What what do they think they're accomplishing here? Like uh earlier in the year it was the uh, voice actress mm -hmm. from The Last of Us Part 2, she got death threats and I'm sure some of their developers did as well. And now because they because they delay a game for 3 weeks, 3 weeks and th and this is cause for you to threaten somebody's life? No. It is not cause. What the? It's it, it's it's really quite mind-boggling to me. Really I really feel I, like I, some people just get off on being extreme and dramatic, and sometimes extremely dramatic. Yeah, I. I, I mean, you're definitely right. It just. It, I mean, I, I get it a little bit. I, 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 this is. I'm literally speechless. Yeah. Over the stupidity. Like behind being upset this. is understandable because there's like so few things to look forward to. And especially as you get, like, deeper into adulthood, the things that you had to look forward to kind of, like, dwindle a little bit. So when you find something you can latch on to that's, like, really exciting like this, and then it gets delayed, and then it gets delayed again, and then it gets delayed again. And when we finally thought it was no possible way it could be delayed again, it gets delayed again. Like, right. we were joking about it. We were, we've been joking about this for a while now that it was going to get delayed we did, again. I remember that. And... Look at it. Look uh, at it happen. I, I really, I really hate it that it was delayed. Okay. I'd rather it be perfect. Yeah. And I, in, I, I totally even agree. with it being delayed, it is not going to be perfect. Because you, you think about like handing a game, yeah, 500,000 hours, I think is what they said. 500,000 hours of playtesting to test everything on. I, I read a tweet or something that said that. It. That's a lot. It's, it's a, it's a shit but ton. It's, but it's not. You know, three million players. No, no, but okay. So, I I understand the frustration. Let's break down this in the events. All right, they had tweeted at people. I think it was either the day before or literally the morning of. Yeah. No way this is gonna. Yeah, saying saying hey, no when people were happen. people were asking them on Twitter, be like, hey, I'm asking for time off. Yeah. Uh, is this not going to be delayed? And they wrote back, yeah, you know, no, no more, that. no more delays. And then it inevitably was, and. People lost their shit. I, the, the screenshots of them saying that became just went viral, yeah. just insanely fast. But I, I want I want to break this down for people because it's not the person who's running that Twitter handle's fault. No, at all. And I feel like because I, as someone, I, I've worked in social media. I've worked for uh, Inc. Five Thousand companies. I've worked for. I represent a lot of celebrities doing social media. The one thing that I can tell you is that the people who do social media are usually some of the worst treated people in the business. Absolutely. The people who are doing social media, they're the last to find out about this being delayed. In fact, I actually think that I saw where uh, most of the people, most of the team didn't find out until a company-wide email was sent out oh that God. day saying that it was going to. And, and listen, I'm not necessarily even trying to... Uh, 
cover up here for CD Projekt Red because they had some shit thrown at them oh, yeah. a couple months ago where working conditions for this game were a little out of control. Oh, yeah. Now, now they've been pretty, from what I can tell, they've been pretty transparent, but it's no secret that right now the developers that you assholes are sending death threats to are the ones that are clocking 100-hour weeks. Yeah. They're, um, I forget what tweet it was, a uh, I think it was a Forbes writer or something. Anyway, he was talking about he had talked to some of the people on the development team or people who have friends who are on the development team. And I don't know why I'm looking at the camera and not you. I'm having the conversation with you. That's to. awfully rude, Ross. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying. To, I'm actually just trying to remember where I'm going with this story. But uh, he was talking to people who knew people on the dev team, and they and they said that they looked physically ill. So these people are clocking 100-hour work weeks. They're in the middle of a freaking pandemic, mind you. And they're not even being paid accordingly. They're not. And, and I don't... I think there's a common, a very, very wide misconception about how much game developers actually get made. It, it, game or develop, actually make. Like, right. game developers is a really general term, but you start breaking it down into voice actors, you know, graphic design artists, then the gameplay and the story writers, and you know everybody's going to get paid something different. But there are groups in there that work just as hard as everyone else that work 75 hours a week and bring home like $31,000 a year. Right. Which is, like you can make that at McDonald's. It's it's really, it's and that's nothing against the people who do bring that at McDonald's. I mean, right now, no, we've got a job, no, abs- job right now. Absolutely. Completely. Well, it is always too, yeah. but... Uh, and by the way, for the people who don't believe that these death threats, you know, I'm just I'm just going to pull up the tweet where they actually posted it. And you, you haven't actually seen these mm-hmm. yet, so this is interesting. Um, I'm, I'll read the tweet from you. It's from at Zal Andy. He's like, this is one of the mildest messages some of us got. There were far, far worse and far in all caps. Every single one is being reported. We will not let it go through. Do not treat it lightly. Do not ignore it. It is serious. That said, I'm off TT for a couple of days. Take care. Hashtag cyberpunk2077. Now, here are the message. This is just one message. And the person sent three messages here. It says, I know where you live, bro. Release your game or you're finished. Released, release cyberpunk or you and your family will be persecuted. <laughs> I will burn you alive if you don't release the game. Oh, my God. And that's mild. This is just, it's asinine. What what are we accomplishing here? The people who are working their asses off, the people who have spent the last several years of their life working on this project, and you're treating them like shit. Yeah. It's just. I've had friends in the past that talked like that, that, like, just blatantly disregarding the value of human life, like, in video games and stuff like that would be like, this person that killed me, I'll kill your whole family. Like shit like what? that. Like, like just, and to me, I was always like, that's, that's really childish to go. Like, obviously he's not serious. He's just being like, right. Horribly dramatic, but you can't tell. Like if you don't know the person, you can't tell. And why in the world would you ever say something like that to someone you don't know over a video game? Oh God. And it's not like even it's, being frustrated in the moment by being killed by someone in a video game. Like right. that's frustrating in a different way. This is like just what, what level of frustration is that though? And I'm certainly not trying to, you know, stand on my high horse and act all mighty and powerful right. because I have bad thoughts too. I'm human. But when I'm playing a game, like if I'm playing Call of Duty or something like yeah. that, and someone takes me out and I like I see the replay, yeah. I'm not the first thing that comes to my mind is not, oh my god, I hope they die in their sleep tonight. Like, <laughs> there's just some people like that, man. They're just like super dramatic, and well, I I don't it's get it. Like, damn, okay, that was a good that was a good shot. Like, that's, what happened? That's me, man. Like when I when I die, I'm 
like, oh shit, well that sucks. Or even if it was bullshit, I'm like, wow, that's bullshit. But like, yeah, it's it just it, this mind-boggling attitude that some gamers have. I, I, I just, I don't get it. And when people talk about how toxic gaming is, the whole gaming culture, you know, this is what they point to. Yeah. Well, this there, is right. there are there definitely toxic parts of video games. Yeah. Undeniably, but humanity as a whole, it's not completely toxic, but there are some pretty damn toxic parts of it. That's just humans. Whatever you have, you're going to have a group of people in there that are pretty damn toxic, even in the like best of places, churches especially. Churches. That's an ironic one. That's yeah. a topic for a different day. Oh, maybe. very, very, very. <laughs> serious. But it's, it's the but same. You're right. Like, but it's you're, the it's, point. You're right. Like, you're right. There are lots of good people in church. There are lots of good people that play video games. There's also some super toxic parts of both. It's not the whole thing. Yeah, but I, undeniably, there are sections. I haven't in a while. It's actually been the longest period of time I think that I've started since I've started running an account that I haven't got a death threat. But I used to get them all the time just for posting just, memes, just opinions, yes, and memes, and, and stuff like and that. I, I figured out how to deal with it. Um, first of all, it was usually someone that felt like they were ignored in the replies or the right. comments or something like that. Okay, whatever. They're they're gonna send whatever. But nine out of ten times, and by all means, I am not sticking up for anybody that's sending death threats. There is nothing, there is no joke about it. It, nope. should, it just, just stop. There is nothing funny about it. However, it's, if you play, I've, I've learned that if I play it off as if I know they're joking, yeah, then it diffuses the it, situation. It immediately diffuses the situation. Yeah. Because nine out of ten times, it's just, and uh, yeah, nine out of ten times, it's just somebody who is uh, very lonely yeah. and looking for any kind of companionship, yeah. any kind of attention yeah. whatsoever. And so when you immediately diffuse a situation, send it back a ha, 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 or, and then, you know, ask them a question, yeah. you they immediately see that as now, now your best friends. Kill and, them with kindness. Yes, exactly. And in this case, it works. And I haven't got a long time. It's been since I've got them. But, man, I remember there was one that I got. This was like 2015. This is like over five years ago. Oh, um, God, that's five years ago. Right? Ugh. I know, dude. It makes me Ugh. sick to my stomach. <laughs> but uh, I remember it was like five years ago, and the person had – I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head because I, I don't have a screenshot of it anymore, but I did, and I sent it. I'll see if I can get one and post it. Uh, somebody, somebody sent me a message, and it said, if I was locked in a room with – with you, Hitler, and Bin Laden, I'd shoot you twice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a line from The Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It, it wasn't. Um, no, he didn't say that. I, that's why I recognize that from The Office. <laughs> no, he's no. He said, "Okay, let, let me start that over." Because I just got excited. I was, I was like, "Holy shit! Have you gone through my DMs?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's that's not actually that's not actually what it was at all. Okay, uh, he said, "If I." Wow. Uh, he said, if, if I, if I was locked in a room with you, Hitler and bin Laden, and I had a gun with, uh, with one bullet, I would shoot myself in the head. So I wouldn't have to listen to you talk. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So he, t he took it a little bit different of a, yeah. a direction, but now you're right. Now I know where that was inspired by yeah, that yeah. clever little minx. I'm sure. I'm sure threats. that was even inspired from somewhere else anyway. So Probably. It probably wasn't a Michael Scott original, but it was still funny, though. Oh, God, man. <laughs> Office is one of the, Office is probably my favorite show ever. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely up there with me too. It's uh, it's 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 one of the only shows that and like South Park where I can actually go back and every time re-watch every time it. it's on, I can rewatch yeah. it and pick up right where it left off. Well, there's, not, there's not a lot of shows you can do that with like anymore. A lot of our generation, which I think we're in the same generation. You're eight years older than me. I think. Eight years, seven. How maybe? old are you? Twenty five. You're twenty five. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Um, I'm thirty eight. Just fucking with okay. was like that, that, You know I'm bad at math. <laughs> Go on. Um, but yeah, like there are certain people in our generation who have found great comfort and solace and family and support from these weird TV shows, whether it be The Office, whether it be Friends. You know, I have friends that have watched The Office like 20, 30, 40 times now, like the whole series just over and over again because it gives them comfort. That's a good point. And and especially nowadays, I feel like it's popular just because we need all the laughter we can get these days. In the world that we live in, yes. And that show was so, like, I know humor is not for everybody. No. But it was, it was kind of an original humor, original take on, on humor in, like, a sitcom. It, it was just... It was it was different. It was filmed different. Everything about it was different. Yeah, uh, and that really set it apart. Man, it's it's huge. Shout out to the other podcast that the Office Ladies did. I think it's called Office Ladies. I think so. Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet, but I, I see stuff about it all the time. My wife and I watched or listened to the first two seasons of it, like because we had some driving to do last year. And my goodness. So what are they just talk? Uh, they just break down in every, every every episode of the podcast episode, is another episode, right. right? Okay. Every single episode that they started episode one and they just break every episode down talk about everything that happened behind the scenes talk about like the thought processes that went into making these episodes and like these certain scenes that are iconic and like they the second episode was diversity day and they talked about (laughs) diversity day which is a hilarious episode but at that time and even now today was like almost taboo to have an episode about that they didn't want to step on anybody's toes but i think the way they handled it was yeah, it's it's interesting because you hear all the time now that they have that Peacock network that they're, it's always rumored that it could come back, like even if it was just like a one-time special type thing. They talked about that, yeah. I don't want them to, man. I think they need to leave it the way it is. I, I agree. Now, I would watch it 100%. Oh, for I, sure. I would be right there watching. I'd be excited as hell for it. Yeah. But, I mean, there... There's something about after a certain amount of time where it's just very difficult to continue something that was right. already on held on such a pedestal. Yeah. You can't really compete with things after a while. Like, I, I don't know if you saw or not, w- one of my favorite serial killer to- TV shows. It's funny. I don't like horror movies, but I like serial, ki- serial killer TV shows. Yeah, that's that's not a, that's that's kind of a red flag. Dexter's coming back <laughs> yes, next year. Yes, I saw that. And I'm so psyched about it. And it was the weirdest thing because I don't follow stars, but I follow Bow Wow. <laughs> and he retweeted it. And I was like, oh, huh. Well, <laughs> thanks, Bow Wow. Dexter's coming back, I guess. Thanks, Bow Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I, that was one. Uh, I never watched it, but that was one that the finale it was like one of the most hated finales ever. Other right? than Game of Thrones, yeah. Ooh. Season season eight of Game of Thrones, I think, was hated more than the end of Dexter. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Adored it. Did you like Did you like it? Did you, you didn't care for season eight? I'm still no. trying not to be mad about it. I don't need that kind of negative energy. Yeah. But I'm mad about it. the The directors of that show just took took a took a masterpiece and crushed it. I don't. 
I feel like there's more to the story that we don't know. I'm like, sure I, there I is. don't because they did they did such a good job handling everything up it, until that. It may point not that have it, did, even it been doesn't them. Ma- it doesn't make sense that it ended like it did. But I keep reading stuff from the actors now that it's over, talking about them later on, talking about how they were trying to make like really stupid character changes for certain characters that would not have made sense for the show at all. Had nothing to do with the books. They were just kind of shooting from the hip there towards the end. And there were there were several relationships that a couple of the main characters actually straight up like stood their ground and said, no, we're not making this character change. Like my character is staying the way my character is. You're Gosh. not you're not throwing this bullshit love interest in here that has nothing to do with my character just for more, you know, views and hoopla and whatever. More sex scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh, that's yeah. rough, man. It's it's really disappointing. Yeah. Speaking of Game of Thrones, I read. Um, we're doing Skyrim facts today. Yeah. You got those handy? Oh yeah. Let's do that because uh, there there is what well, Game of Thrones went in there and it's Dude, actually it's really freaking intriguing. I man. had no idea what that was and the the thought of the possibility that that was a thing. Man. Right. All right. So, start it off. Number one. Number one. Bethesda was approached to make a game based on George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire, from which the TV series Game of Thrones is also derived. Although they wanted to do it, they turned down the offer to focus on Skyrim, which... Ooh, man. I'm it's... glad that they did, because Skyrim, like, Skyrim in that world versus Skyrim in the world of Tamriel, like, if they had the same, like, combat system and all the things that they did for that and the dragons and everything, that would have been badass. Yeah. That would have definitely been badass, but the the lore of the Elder Scrolls is deeper and broader and more impressive and interesting to me personally than anything George R. R. Martin's done. You know? Hmm. I still really want to see it though. Oh, I would love to see it. Like if, if they came back and decided to do it now, I would hundred percent buy it. Yeah. How would you do you think it would have been done in a similar style to Skyrim? I don't know. I can't even really wrap my head around how it would have worked, especially, I mean, if it was just a game based in that world where you're just, like, a guy, I don't know, like, yeah. I don't know how that, how the, like, the story would have even worked because you're important in Skyrim because you're the Dovahkiin. You're important in Oblivion because, for some reason, you were cho- chosen by the Emperor to carry out this, like, important task or whatever. Like, there's always a thing to make you important to make your character make sense for what he can do. And I, I mean, I'm sure they could have come up with something, but I'm not, I'm not smart enough, you know? (laughs) They, what Game of Thrones games do they actually have? They have one that was, uh, it was the Telltale, was it a Telltale game? Yeah, they have the, the ones that are designed like, um, the Walking Dead games. Yeah, okay, so Telltale, they were the, um, yeah. I don't. I don't remember hearing much about that. I, I just don't but, like the style, man. It's not really my. I game. um. I would. If I didn't have anything else to do, I'd love to get into that Batman one. That that kind that kind of intrigues me. It's kind of like a comic book, and yeah. I've heard I've heard it's, I've, the Walking Dead one. It won. Didn't it win like Game of the Year? Oh, it's it's good. Yeah, it's I, just it's just not for everybody. Just the style of gameplay. The like. It just feels really, really old. You yeah. get a lot of choices, and it's kind of like you're watching a movie, but you get to choose things as you go through it, which is cool, I guess. Yeah, that uh, new the new Walking Dead game they have coming out that looks really good. Yeah, so that'll be fun. There's another zombie game that I keep seeing something about, but it was a it was made by a Japanese studio, and the way they did it, it's like you're like a biker. 
I don't know if you saw that, but I don't know with the next generation of consoles, they've figured out how to create like true hordes of zombies, like 500 oh, to a thousand gosh. zombies coming at you kind of thing. Didn't they, which one was the one that just, no, that one, I thought that game already just came out. Oh, it may be out recently. It may be out. Yeah, I know. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's already out. I can't think of the title, but the that's, one where um, you're, you're like less required to fight the zombies as much as you are to get away from them. And like, use your environment to this is gonna bug me because i yeah i know exactly what you're talking about and uh it's days gone yeah 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 days yeah. gone um is that out i yeah i believe so yeah it came out in like 2019 seriously yeah that's a, <laughs> but see i remember because i remember that at e3 uh, though i remember seeing that uh at at e3 um and I remember saying, wow, that looks amazing. Yeah. I remember there being a lot of hype around it, but when it came out, I just don't remember there being too much hype. I think that's the curse of E3, man. We just get these trailers that aren't realistic whatsoever. And Unfortunately, then, and man, then that's what we are. come out and we're just man, like... I mean, that's, that's a topic for another day because well, I, I think a lot of these conferences, these big gaming conventions are in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I agree. All right. I just also remembered something else I wanted to add to the list to talk about today, but I think we should go through the rest of this. Go th let's, go, let's go through number two here. All right. Number two, the leader of the Thieves Guild, Mercer Frey, has the same voice actor as another well-known thief, Garrett from the Thief series. Both are voiced by Steven Russell, which is really cool because both of those games are really good. You played Thief, I'm, I'm oh, assuming. Yeah. Okay, see, I haven't, and I, I noticed because there's another one in here that's about Thief, too, that's really fascinating. Yeah, I had What, what is the Thief series? I remember, I just, I remember it slightly in my head, and that's about it. Did you ever hear of Dishonored? Yeah, I know what Dishonored It's similar to Dishonored. So okay. you're kind of in, like, a steampunk, dystopian, British, you know, Naturally. England 200 years ago kind of thing, and you're a thief with, like, special abilities. You can, like, turn invisible, and it's just a story-based game where you... You know, go steal shit essentially, mm -hmm. and try not to get caught. And it's really fun. It's got a it's got a really deep story and a lot more. Like I summed it up very poorly, but it's you're a thief, and there's an objective. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> no, all right, moving and on. Usually, that objective is stealing things. <laughs> I, I've assumed that. <laughs> I, I I think I would have figured that if you had given me ten guesses, I may have gotten that one. <laughs> um, number three, I had to add just because I feel like Jonah Loeb might have hated his dad. Uh, oh, see, I took this the complete opposite way. <laughs> but they're so ugly. <laughs> I, I took this as, I was like, wow, what a great honor. <laughs> what an amazing honor. This dude said, hey, I treasure my dad so much. I want to put him in a video game. And here's Micah over here. Micah's over here like, fuck this dude. I'm going to make him look like an ugly little piece of shit for everything you do to me. Yeah, who stomps on people. <laughs> well, <laughs> So Jonah Loeb, one Maybe of the 3D childhood. artists for the game, modeled the in-game giants after his father, Jim Loeb. Right. Or Lobey, or however the hell. Lobe makes sense, but... Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. In the dragon language, the word for steel is garat. This is a reference to Garrett, the protagonist of the Thief series. Sorry, I had to go all in on that <laughs> no, one. No, yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> I'm really glad you did. We're going to talk about that here in a second. Finish up. Likewise, the word tefir translates to thief. This is a reference to the invented word taffer, featuring, featured in the Thief series. Don't even remember what that means. Because it's been 10 years since I played this game. But, yeah. That was some spelling bee type shit, dude. Yeah. That pronunciation? I'm assuming that's how they pronounce it in the game. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I just, like, I'm a sucker for phonetics yeah. and pronouncing things properly. <laughs> I don't know why. Sounds like you speak the language. I Well... <laughs> 
I got a, the, I got a little obsessed when I was a kid with um, Elvin from Lord of the Rings. And I really like. Did I, you learn the language? I, no, I tried. You, like, but I couldn't. Tried. But with my like parents that I had, I didn't really have the opportunity to get the kind of information that I needed. Well. But just reading the books and using, because I one of my friends had the book with the alphabet in the back. Um, I think it might have been the Silmarillion. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, I tried to use that to like sound things out and do it right and use like English phonetics to get it correct. But I never got it right. That's, but, it's but actually now, impressive. I'm fascinated by how they can invent these fake languages. Like uh, another good example is Game of Thrones. Well, uh, like, every language is a fake language if you think about it. We've all, all right. of our languages are wow. human based and that's, human invented. So why can't we create new ones? That's really depressing. Yeah. You just kind of like with my, with my thought. There. Well, even, you know, if, unless you go back to the Tower of Babel. But we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to another restaurant, do you order in their language? No. Have you ever? No. I, I am never you should, confident. Enough. You should just go into like an Italian restaurant and just start speaking this language. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but act like you're just fluent in the language and just, uh, and just and see, see how, we, how weird the looks are. That I you drive get. my wife crazy with that. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but I learned it as a kid. You add like a edida with every, at every vowel in a word. What? Yeah. So your, your name would be Radagas. 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 Mine would be Medagai Kitaga. What is this from? I don't know. I just learned it from some kid as a kid, and I just never forgot it. Like I can, I can carry okay. on a full conversation. I, I, I thought, in that. okay, I'm sitting here thinking, like, is this something that is actually done in a language? No, like, it's, is it's, it that easy? It's kind of like Pig Latin in a way, but you, all you have to do is add that Adaga to every okay. single vowel in a word, and. Fair enough. And I, I got to the point where I could say super duper califra or uh, super califragilisticexpialidocious with with that. Oh, we're gonna need it. You can't you can't <laughs> say something like that and then not. It's gonna do take it. me forever to sound it out, but I can. What the fuck? Like I was expecting you to struggle through that. You just <laughs> I'm sure someone out there probably knows what that's actually called because it's a thing that like some people know how to oh. do, but I don't know how to like figure it out. Because I, I can't be like, "Hey Siri, what the?" You know. <laughs> but sometimes when I'm talking to my wife, I just like randomly snap into talking like that, and she's like, "Do it! Oh, Stop. record that! Record that sometime." <laughs> Oh, we still got to get her on here. <laughs> we need to get your deep, dark gaming secrets out. Oh, she'll tell you. All right. What's All up? Right. Uh, number five. Using, by using console commands and editing the game files to disable the game's boundaries, it is possible to travel outside of Skyrim's map. Going f out far enough south, it is possible to find an untextured placeholder for the White Gold Tower where the Imperial City should be, as well as the overall landscape of Cyrodiil around it, which... I just thought it was super cool because I started playing these games with Oblivion. Right. Some people started with Morrowind and, you know, Daggerfall and all that. But Oblivion, like, blew my world away. I thought that game was the coolest thing in the world, and I was really attached to, like, the, the setting and the Imperial City and the White Gold Tower and all of that. And then Skyrim comes out, and... 
part of me is just like, man. Blows your mind again. Well, I just recognized it because they show you the whole map and you see that Skyrim's up here and Cyrodiil's in the center. And you start the game at the edge of, like, at the very bottom of Skyrim, essentially, which is right at the border for Cyrodiil. And when I started playing mm. Skyrim, I was like, oh, I know I'm going to be able to go to Cyrodiil one day in this game. And, yeah, no, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but now there's Skyblivion, but I don't have a PC, so I can't play that. <laughs> oh, well. Because, you know, they did that, that uh, modders actually connected Oblivion to Skyrim and run Oblivion. Did they do it? I, I never really, it makes sense. I, I'm not surprised that they did it, but that's really cool. They did it. They, like, they spliced two games together and completely uh, refreshed the graphics for Oblivion. No shit. Yeah. So it's oh, the same, gra man, it's the same the graphics system in Skyrim, but in Oblivion. Wow, yeah. that's that's really badass. That that map must have been freaking huge, dude. Yeah. How big do you think Elder the next Elder Scrolls map will be? I like it. It, it has Skyrim to be. was it big. has to be Skyrim was massive. Skyrim was one. I mean, I know RDD two is like bigger than that most game. games well, but well that's another one because th that's actually the first game that came to my mind because traveling outside of the boundaries because uh in red dead redemption one you know you actually had a lot to play over in mexico that was a big part of the story yeah and i know they have mexico somewhat in there uh because i remember there was there was a way i don't know if they use a mod or if there was just some kind of glitch or something where you could actually get over to that area oh really and in, in mex in the mex in red dead redemption 2 i know there's that that mod thing that gives you a flying saucer and yes is that not you, amazing that's so cool oh did you see that video of, that. of them flying like through the clouds and everything and how yeah i, I posted it do that inspect oh do, that's probably where you saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I've posted it a couple times, man, because every time I watch it, I usually it's sit like, there and just uh, watch it like twice. Like, oh, my God, this is unreal. The attention to detail. Yeah. And these guys probably got death threats, too. That's why I want to get into Microsoft Flight Simulator. Because oh, I, I, ooh, that, I, have a, I have the computer. I can pull that off now. Yeah. And I really want to. But if you're doing Flight Simulator, like, I, you have to get the gear. Like you, you can't, you can't mount, you can't mouse doing and keyboard it, doing that. Doing it without a HOTUS. I mean, I used to play when I was a kid with a mouse and key on I did like too. the OG yeah. flight simulator games. But then one birthday, my dad got me like a $60 HOTUS for my birthday and it changes the game. Like it does. It you, completely changes you can't, the game. I can't do flying games now. Without a proper without flight having control. That. I mean, like if it's in like GTA or something, that, that right. is what it is. That's how I felt about squadrons. Like, I played yeah. Squadrons for a little bit, but I was like, I feel so, like, inept with my thumbsticks. Like, I can fly airplanes in Battlefield all day long and not have any issue with it. But you play against people with a HOTUS in Squadrons, you're screwed. There's nothing you can do to fight them. Yeah, what, what did you think of that? Because I know they're not adding any more content out for, the, uh, for Squadrons. Like, Are they not? No, I'm pretty sure, like, this was it. Oh. Well, that's depressing. Is I mean, it's good. Is, is there? Is it worth the money? Because I know it's a little bit cheaper. There's I, just I could not. Be, it, I could be wrong on that. Don't, there's just don't quote me on that. Not but I'm enough sure that's content it. right now. There's two game modes. Story, story of the year for gaming. Yeah, there's. I mean, well, technically three game modes. There's the story mode, and then there's a dogfight mode, and then there's the um, starship or the imperial ship battle mode, which that's great. But we need more than that. Mm. Need more options. Need more ships. Need more 
stuff. Yeah, that's, man, that's sad. And every time I hear unfinished game now, just the Avengers game comes to my head. Like, don't get me wrong, though. The, the flight and the, so the it's, combat, it's, it, it it's feels good. It's a good fluid. Flight. It feels fun. Yeah. I just feel underprepared. Like, I don't feel like I can play against the people because it has skill-based matchmaking. Oh, so yeah. I so you got to be... You, gotta be I, I demolished the first five or six games that I right. played nobody could fight me and then I started playing against people that were cross play on PC with hodises and they like I couldn't even keep up with them at all they were just like yeah out, out flying me at every single turn and I was like okay well I guess I'm moving on now got it what's up you got one more yeah one more um this is I I remember reading this when the game came out I just thought it was really yeah. cool um Bethesda They've had uh, yeah, yeah, they've yeah, had some like rocky moments, and a lot of times, you know, game companies can be accused of a lot of stupid shit. But they, a lot of these companies out there, do some really cool stuff too. Um, that being said, the NPC Eric the Slayer in I don't remember where he is. I remember running across him in the game though. Is named after Eric West, whose online alias was Emok the Slayer. Bethesda was so impressed with his knowledge of Oblivion that they gave him an in-depth tour of Bethesda Studios and decided to create a character based on him. Eric died of cancer in May 2011 and never got to see the release of Skyrim. The tour of Bethesda's workplace was set up by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I just thought that that's that was really like, cool. Like how how cool would that be? Like the fact that he never got to play the game, but he got to be there as it was being finished. Because this was, he did this in 2011, so it must have been, like, right before the game came yeah, out. that's heartbreaking. But he got to, like, experience what was the future. They probably showed him a lot of that game. They probably showed sure him a significant portion of that game. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Maybe he got, even let he him probably play. probably got the full, I'm sure, oh, yeah, I guarantee he got to play. I'm yeah. sure they gave him the full breakdown of um, what was going on. Didn't, Bethesda's kind of notorious for that. They, um, the popular streamer, Grandma uh, Curry? Yeah. Yeah, they actually, she's going to be a character in the next Elder Scrolls game. Is she? Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, she's awesome. Yeah. Watching her play through Skyrim. She's fantastic. Just just so wholesome. Didn't she have, and I don't, again, I'm just, didn't she actually have to sign off at Twitter, like, just like, she, because people were, like, harassing her? I probably, that sounds like. I, I don't know for, I think I remember something like that happening, but. That just, like, everybody. Everybody ends up being a bully on the internet because they feel like there's no consequences for their words. You're right. And people think, you know, sticks and stones may hurt my, may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Words hurt. That's yeah. bullshit. And I'm just going back to all this horse shit with the sending death threats to the CD Projekt Red developers. Like, these are the people that are, like I said before, that have dedicated the past several years of their life to putting together you know, will probably end up being a masterpiece. I don't see this being another, like, case of Anthem. No, no. But this like this is, they're, they're working themselves to death to get this out for you in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Yeah. Like, this game could have been delayed by a whole other year just because well, of the pandemic. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. I actually think that it would have been, uh, maybe not this close to release, but if they would have, like, back in when they had the third, when they had the third one, um, they would basically. Ah, fuck! I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> so I'm getting notifications from work here. I hate when this story happens. of my life. Your brain just goes, and then you're like, "What?" what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of other reasons for that right now too. But um, I, 
I don't even remember what I was saying. Just don't be a shitbag, essentially. Yeah. Don't 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 be. I think we were talking about delaying. Yeah. If, okay. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. You're I'm welcome. back. Welcome back, Ross. <laughs> All right. Uh, if they had, if they would have back in July after the third delay, if they would have said, okay, we're just going to delay this another year, even even if at that point they said they're going to delay this to November, um, I think that would have been more well accepted by the gaming community than what a three week delay announcement is. Yeah. Just because it feels like we have more compassion if they come out and, and say, Hey, like guys, obviously COVID we're having to work from home. We're not going to be able to get this out in time. It's just not going to happen. Right. You, you got to be patient with this. We're going to take another year. Right. I think people would have been okay. with I it. absolutely agree. And, and I think they deserve the same amount of respect now because it's, it's a lot of it's for the same reasons. The main reason that they're delaying this is because it's got, they've got, um, they want to make sure that current gen, consoles Can't are up to date it. they're putting yeah. together this huge ass game yeah and uh and they could have they could have done what all these other big game developers do and just be like oh there's a 27 gigabyte day one patch yeah but no they were like all right we're just gonna hold off and make sure this shit's perfect yeah that's and and i i applaud them for doing that i really would have understood it though if they had come back in like april or, or may and it's been like sorry guys i know we said this a billion times but we need another year. <laughs> yeah. It's it's even if they had pushed it to like March of 2021, I would have been I would have, yeah, listen, I would have been totally cool with it no matter what. I mean, we're in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Yeah. Like we should be pretty understanding we're about this right now. We're in wave 3 now. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's not going away anytime soon. The fact that they've been able to get it out at this speed should be impressive to everyone considering the massive size of what this is going to be. But nope. And, and like I said, the whole reason they're doing it is because, like you said, they had testers. Yeah. They have, they have all these testers, and they come back, and they're like, hey, you know, uh, we're testing this on current gen. A couple little hiccups here that maybe need to be addressed. Right. And so they want to make sure that when that game releases, that it's not just the few, the rare amount of people who have the chance to get a next-gen console that get an opportunity to play the game as it's supposed to be played. Yeah. They want to make sure that the other 90% of people who buy this game the first time on current gen get the exact same experience as the people on uh, next gen. And, like, I don't understand what the... Why death threats are the answer to this. I don't understand why anger is the answer and to this. Malice and Th hatred. This is, this is what we want from a company. Yeah. We want them to do good things. We, right. don't want, we don't want a shitty product to come out. That's so it. it's just... Just get over yourself. Hey, just, just, Twitter, be nice. Yeah, they're not going to listen, man. I know. They're not. But, but still be nice. Yeah. By the way, uh, the contest, the giveaway for the uh, next-gen console, uh, buddy Brent, who's doing stuff over on our Facebook and Instagram, uh, he's he's putting this together. I trust to do with my life. Go sign up, because you may get a chance to win a next-gen console, which is really fucking cool. Can I sign up? <laughs> that may be a conflict of interest, but yeah, it's it's actually done really cool. It's a um, uh, I, I I've worked with Brent on uh, with another gaming company that I worked at, and he was the master at putting these things together. Uh, they're called Gleam campaigns, and it's like you you get certain amount of points for doing a certain amount of things, like following the accounts and stuff okay. like that. And then it's it actually randomly chooses for you. Oh, nice! Like it has like a, a, a random generator, so we don't actually even have control over who wins. And, okay. Well, I don't, I, this is Brent's saying, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's go, go, go sign up for that. The link, link is in the bio. It's, uh, it's a really cool opportunity. Well, so. if anyone finds anywhere in to where to pre-order one, man, I'm hit me in my DM. Cause I'm on the prowl. I am too, man. <laughs> I've got, I've got the Amazon.
Amazon alerts set up for I have, the PlayStation. Yeah, I have but all I, of I, the alerts. But man, I, we may not get any more pre-sale orders. Like there, <sighs> like the the comments that the I don't know whoever's in charge of this at Sony. Like the demand is so much higher than what they anticipated. The uh, the PlayStation Five in the first twelve hours that it was available to pre-order sold more copies than what PlayStation Four did in the first twelve weeks. Oh god! So like that's the amount of demand that they have to try and keep up with, uh, and it didn't help that and then Walmart Xbox and, makes a refrigerator. And they literally, quite literally, <laughs> made that refrigerator. If you haven't looked that up, go look it up. That's help me find awesome. an Xbox. All right, we're getting out of here. <laughs>